Blog Talk Radio. Green Living Guy here. What's going on this Friday? This Friday afternoon, at least on the East Coast. Uh, could be somewhere on the East Coast, you know, earlier somewhere else. But right now, it's a little chilly, but not bad. It feels like spring's coming around the air, giving happy March, everyone. And now we're just uh, cruising along, working on, as I've talked about before, the book tour, uh, nine books, you know and uh, working on the uh, show, as well as bringing stories to you. And uh, one example of bringing stories to you is uh, an exclusive interview we've got with uh, Jan Creamer from Animal uh, Defenders International, ADI, which is an organization started a while ago, but uh, now has gotten into um, the idea of uh, defending not just pets, but uh circus animals as well, and I know that Jan's on the phone. Hello. How are you? Welcome Hi. to the show. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hey. Thank you. Hello. Lovely yeah. speaking with you. Ditto, ditto. So we had an announcement yesterday, um, but uh, let's first get into, for the readers and listeners, what is Animal Defenders International, and you being the head of it, it it's great coming from your mouth, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Seth. Well, um, Animal Defenders International um, really is uh, an organization for people who want to really make a difference um, to the future of our planet, to the animals who share our planet with us, and to the environment. I mean, we're an animal protection group. We protect animals, um, including animals under the control of uh, humans, and we protect wildlife and their environment. And really, it's a kind of holistic organization in that way. Okay. And like you okay. mentioned, okay. we do we focus on particular campaigns at times. Mm-hmm. And um, at, the, at the moment, uh, this, this past year or two, we've been focusing on the use of animals and entertainment, especially in the U.S., Right. Um, because, uh, you know, there there is so much suffering that goes on behind the scenes for these animals. And that's really what we're trying to alert people to. We we launched uh, just yesterday, we launched a campaign on the use of elephants for rides at county fairs, town parades, things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And people don't know how they're trained. And um, I, I know that all of the people I speak to, uh, you know, normal, decent people who consider themselves to be, Compassion, compassionate and decent people are horrified when they realize that if they ride an elephant, then they're contributing to this cruelty. Could you explain a little bit more about, particularly just so we focus in on one as an example, the, the, the cruelty to, to elephants? Uh, like what, what, what are they doing that, that, that people don't or I don't know about? Yeah, certainly, Seth. Um, well, what they do is that the training of these elephants goes on behind the scenes. And if you can, if you can imagine it, visualize this, you know, these animals are wild animals. Although they're captive and they're being controlled by people, they have their 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 wild nature hasn't been modifi- modified over generations and over ten thousand years, as we have with like horses and dogs and and farm animals, we've modified their behavior and made them more compliant and more ready to do what humans want. But these are wild animals, these elephants, and so they're large, they're dangerous, and they have a fundamentally wild nature. So in order to make them compliant and obedient when they're out in public, 
what they do behind the scenes, which we filmed, is they beat them. They beat them with iron bars, with bull hooks, which is a a, a weapon mm-hmm. with a, a metal mm-hmm. hook at the end, which they hook into the animal's skin in its sensitive parts. And uh, they also use stun guns. They give them electric shocks to to make them do their tricks. So, um, and we we sent someone in undercover, and uh, he filmed and photographed what he saw. And we've we've made a movie. And Bob okay. Barker has narrated this for us. This 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 yes. short short movie. Um, which we're sending to every county fair board and town parade organizer in the country to say to them, look, if you book these elephants for these rides, the the unwitting public, you know, they think that it looks like harmless fun, but it isn't. It's no fun for the elephants. You won't see any beatings in public. These people aren't silly. They don't hit their animals where people can see them. What they do is it happens behind the scenes in the whole animal's lifetime, the months before it goes out on the road. I mean, you can get an elephant. Elephants don't forget punishment. And you can an elephant will remember what you're telling it to do. Yeah, and if, right. that's right. right. If you beat it and teach it that a, a particular hand movement or a particular touch or a slap, which looks like a pat, you can, t- you can teach it that that's its warning. And if it doesn't do as it's told, it's going to get a beating. And so you don't need to necessarily use those weapons in public. Right. Okay. Okay. So that kind of stuff uh, is is going on, and it should be, you know, I guess what we're all saying here, which we know is elephants belong in one place. (laughs) Their habitat. Exactly. And I think this goes to um, fundamentally what ADI is about, and it's about our relationship with the other species who share our planet. This is their home too. They're stuck on this planet with us. And we're not really very good neighbors to live with when you think of the way humans degrade the environment. I mean, we don't even look after our own interests, do we? You know, we damage the environment. We don't, don't consider enough the effect of what we do and what it's going to have on future generations uh, Mm -hmm, as people mm -hmm, as well as mm -hmm, animals. mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think that this, even though this is one example, I think it's this kind of thing that it brings it to people's notice and they say, hey, it had never occurred to me that if I put my child on the back of this elephant, something which just looks like such harmless... Even the Wildlife Conservation Society does it? Um, it's, it's, there, there aren't really any genuine wildlife conservation societies who would use animals in this way, because I think well, the they... Well, the Bronx Zoo uses camels, I think. That's right. And what, what, they're, what they're doing is they're, they're making the animal a toy. And what we need to do is to respect other species and understand them and respect, the, respect them and try to work with them in a more respectful way. And if you're treating an animal as a toy, and really the only reason you're doing that is because it looks different from us. It has a different form of communication. It have, has a different way of living. That's our excuse, fundamentally, isn't it? Because we can. Because we can do it. We can do that to that animal, and we can treat it differently just because it's different. And so, uh, you know, I think that that's why a lot of the, the zoos now are moving away from using animals as a form of entertainment. Um, you know, we can enjoy well, the, what about a wonderful thing. What about, a, 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 what about uh, 
the, the concept of a zoo just to to um, see the, them in their supposed habitat, per se. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> um, a zoo yeah. really is a supposed habitat because it's not yeah. really where they're from. Yeah. It's uh, a spot somewhere, some dirt somewhere that was changed up to look like, you know, the Arctic or or yeah, yeah. or it's a big pool of water or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, well, it kind uh, of looks right to us, doesn't it? It doesn't look right to the animal <laughs> when you think, yeah. you know. I mean, I well, often no, look I at some of the exhibits that. and they, they paint the background um, to yeah. to look like the forest. And you think, well, the animal isn't fooled by that. He knows he's not sitting in the forest. But I think the thing with zoos is I think they are starting to see that the kind of space they've given the animals isn't enough. The uh-huh. kind of uh-huh. lifestyle uh-huh. they've given the animals isn't enough. You know, zoos well, have to move away from the... one step at a time, I guess, the, right? Yeah. I guess that's yeah. what you're trying to do, if yeah. I were to be assuming. Uh, th- yeah. That, you know, it, it's not going to take... It's not going to... An immediate shift will not happen, but if we take it one step at a time, people will start to appreciate and change their ways as well. Yeah. The organization and tries to, to do. Okay. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm just... Uh, this is great because, you know, I, I, I've... Heard of? Uh, I, I think I did one story about uh, your spokesperson Bob Barker to about an event he was doing, but you know, no real background for me except you know cruelty to animals. But it's it's an interesting discussion when you start to look at it in the wider context. Yes, yeah, because right. it isn't it? It's, a, it's about our attitudes, isn't it? I mean, it's the same, you know, we've gone through the same process in many ways um, between human beings, and we're still learning that. But, you know, we're still learning as a species how to live with each other and how to respect yeah. each other. And um, really, yeah, that's this, still a this goes right for down. Some people. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. still a rough but, concept. You, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. um, the thing that we always say is that... Um, if you can if you can reassess your attitude and uh, you know our relationships with other species that really then leads you on to into more, a greater understanding of how we should relate to each other as as human beings and yep. you know if you can't protect the most vulnerable um in the world and the the, the most vulnerable in society if you can't protect animals uh, as well as vulnerable people then you know we're, we're never all going to gain. We, we we all need to understand that that has to be a global approach. That has to be our mm. habitual approach to another species or to someone who looks different or speaks differently. That you know we treat them with respect and we approach them in a different way. And uh, you know certainly right. for the for for the other species and for our planet and for ourselves. You know we we really. It's these these little things, these smaller the stories that you see, these specific stories is what I mean, the specific incidents, I think also teach us about the, the, the wider issues as well. I mean, there's, you know, um, in ne- just next month, well, this month now, um, mm-hmm. the Convention on uh, International Trade in Endangered Species is meeting in Thailand, and this oh. is the, uh, they're going to be talking about the future of wildlife. This is where the governments decide who's going to live and who's going to die. This is where trade what? gets decided. What, what animals get get used Wait, for. Try that again. Really? They do this every year. 
it's it's every three years the the CITES convention. Um, there's a uh, 177 countries are now. Are we in on this? Um, yes, yes. The U.S. is a, a, a signed the treaty, and the and uh, okay. basically CITES is about international trade in endangered species. So it affects the habitats. It's 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 the okay. animals, okay. the wild animals. The uh, animals in the oceans, the animals in the oceans, and it's you know trees and plants and everything. And um, the CITES Convention is where all of the rules are laid down and changes are made to, to to what trade is going to be allowed in endangered species and how do we stop ourselves from wiping certain species off the face of the planet. Um, and it's uh, you know it's going to be uh, a, an interesting um, CITES convention this year. But that is basically what these governments are doing when they sit down and they debate this. And we have we've been asking people to lobby uh, the uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, uh, other CITES representatives in the U.S. Okay. And they are going to be going to this convention, and people should get onto them and tell them what what they want done. You know, the American public has to speak. If you don't okay. speak okay. and tell okay. these people what you want them to say, then they'll just they'll listen. do what they they'll think. Well, we, we'll, uh, when are they meeting? Now or today or, or like uh, in a week? Um, it's it's starting uh, it's starting in this week. Um, okay, so, so if we can get a story up about week. that, if I can get some more info, I'll be sure oh, to put absolutely. up a story about it and yeah, get the word um, out. Yeah. And if you um, if you click onto our you could click onto our website and you'll see that we've got uh, pages on all of the most important key CITES issues, and and we we tell people what the basically we run down what the issue is and what we need people to do, and um, you know if people click onto the website and start um, emailing, calling the fish and wildlife people and and saying what they think should happen that this is the time. To influence yeah, those I people. guess so. It's yeah. every three years, so no better time than yeah. the present. And this is yeah. the last time that we'll be able to with this administration, this yeah. current administration, if you think about it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So we'll be sure to get the word out about that, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, you should go. What is the website? Your uh, URL? The location? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, ad-international.org. Okay, ad-international.org, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So you should get on there because this is not just about, uh, you know, pets. <laughs> this is the yeah. larger relation to uh, how we handle and our relationship with animals, people. Yeah. So we need to uh, step up and help out and say the word. And thank goodness social media is a wonderful thing. I'll get the word out to all different segments of the population of people that I know, and uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get the word out. You know, I mean, I think this is important stuff that that you're talking about. Um, I I I guess uh, the, the real issue becomes how do you then do you coordinate with other agencies uh, or organizations um, to get preserve animals internationally, or do you have international offices? So is, is somebody in the U.S. isn't just being able to get involved. Are there other um, locations? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, Animal Defenders International is, 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 as it implies, it's international. We've got uh-huh. offices. Through, through, we're in London, Los Angeles, and uh, in Bogota, Colombia, but we've got representatives all around the world, and we're part of okay. um, the. There are various international networks of. Uh, animal protection groups and wildlife okay. conservation groups. We all work together. Okay. We agree together on what we think the most critical issues are, and um, we then move forward together on that. And that's what people will find on the website is, you know, the, the key critical issues at the moment, and, and also where to find out more um, about other issues that they might be interested in. But right. I, I think, uh, you know, this all goes to, you know, this is the time when people make decisions about you know, which species are, are going to be protected and uh, whether right. they're going to get more or less protection. And um, it's a, it's about our future too, isn't it? Because uh, we don't want to be leaving um, our children a world where we've actually been responsible for species disappearing. I don't uh, want to leave it a teenage wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. the song, but not the idea, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we don't want to be doing that. Um, no. Definitely, that's what I do every day, or try to do every day, one step at a time, one one idea at a time. So today's, of course, is ad-international.org. Yeah. It's Animal Defenders International. Get involved, learn, learn a little bit more, and, and uh, I will uh, be more than glad to write more stories about uh, the types of things. I assume it has a news page and just for people to read out there, uh, the different news stories that you've got, and. Um, I guess we'll, we'll, I'll, I've, we'll, we'll make the joke here, uh, given your representative. We'll just do, come on down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on down. You're the next contestant on adn-international.org. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. There we go. All right. So, there we go. All right. I think Papa liked that. There we go. So, Thank you. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, um, yeah, I think that. That'll work. I mean, you know, I work every day, not just on, you know, with my books, uh, you know, getting more solar, getting electric cars, getting people more energy efficient, that kind of stuff, but I'm also do green living. Uh, And that's really what this radio show is about, to expand the scope of understanding of green living and what its context is to to our world. Um, And I like to allow this mode of communication to get to people to to really appreciate things you know i i i've interviewed people on coal burning power plants to their books on organic food to vegans yeah. to uh to now you <laughs> you know about the protection of uh, uh us as well as other species and how it they correlate i mean yeah. you know we're talking about this this issue of the ground being able to uh, even handle larger or bigger trees. You know, there's this thing, epidemic in some places I've read, that, you know, older trees are just falling. Uh, Uh. Now, I know they might be dying because of their age or whatever, but they're dropping in in plunks because, you know, the ground has been uh, around it, you know, with pesticides, you know, acid rain and all that stuff, it's losing its luster. Um, 
That's horrific, you know, to think that, you know, the, we've degraded the earth to the extent that it can't sustain trees. That deprives us of oxygen. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I think what I'm starting to see is like in New York, for example, there used to be these sometimes majestic trees, and now people are putting up large pine or large uh, pine-type um, oh, yeah. trees. Um, they're replacing it with other species. Um mm that uh might be native or not mm. um don't forget there were you know one tree that fell near me my on my property was a dutch elm well it was dutch mm. <laughs> it was not in new york so mm. maybe there's a correlation but uh they suggested putting up even a, we- a weeping willow yeah so that's what i'm going to put up next because they say it's you know it, it it grows it gets big and uh whatever but i i, I think that it's just an issue that we're with the deforestation of this world. Yeah, I think that it helped, people... that's, that's how it. You know, uh, we're, we're screwing with habitats. Yeah, we're screwing with habitats while animals live in habitats. Yeah. So it yeah. all kind of correlates, and then it affects even how we. You know, there's talk. I saw a report today. You know, where there there might be a massive, massive drought that we've never haven't seen before in a long time uh, because of the way things are going. And it's just we need to take care of ourselves and how we are yeah. in our relationship to this world. I think it's a very important thing. We, we, we've drifted into it's like it's like humanity has drifted into this 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 feeling that it's okay. There's plenty of everything. We can just use up whatever we like, and we're not really managing properly our own environment. We're not pu- putting back into it. You know, we're yeah. we're not behaving in the I way that people did years right. ago. Yes, and I think people are slowly. There's a you know communities and, and organizations and people are slowly starting to realize all of the connection. Yeah. That, you know, the idea of going organic is not just to go to a Grateful Dead show. You know, it's the idea, of, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the fact that, 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 you know, do you want to eat pesticide full food or do you want to eat organic food? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to eat genetically modified foods or do you want to eat food that was that the Lord created? Uh, yeah. Do you you know basic elements of understanding, and people mm-hmm. as as we do in in society we we label, we connect people with certain things, and then because we have no other way to simplify it, so the media tries to even simplify it more and dumb it down, and therefore people you know that they, they're taken for granted and that they yeah. don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And so they they twist it. So by saying yeah. organic is a bad thing, or is you know this 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 sky off idea, I mean it, Tom Colicchio from he's like some top chef guy, and he was on Morning Joe this morning on MSNBC, and mm-hmm. they're talking about how there's so much subsidy to corn, soy, and wheat, and like one percent of the total sub food subsidy budget goes to fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's it's they they think there's a, there's a, they all think there's an automatic solution in technology and the like yeah. you know DN technology. And the thing that's worrying about uh 
GM, and why why so many countries, uh, you know, included in in the UK, it's people that you know they're not allowed to to grow it. it the, the thing is that they they still admit that once they've got a modified gene, mm. and it's out into the environment, they can't stop it. How how would you stop it? You know, it it could affect all of the other plants. It could affect yes, it could. wildlife. You know, bees. Mm-hmm. Um, that that whole chain, that whole chain of, of 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 nature that's been put there to create balance and to make the 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 world productive, to make nature productive and feed everyone, it could affect all of that. And you know, until until they know that they have a way of stopping it, stopping any modification going beyond the particular plant they have. You you wouldn't you wouldn't do that yourself. You wouldn't put something out into the world yourself that you at least you'd hope so, that you could not control. You right. could not stop it spreading. Right. And I think that's I think that's their problem. Um, you know, why not why not go back to having decent food for everyone and stop throwing away all the waste food? That too. Um, I mean imagine all this waste food that we waste and there are people in our communities that are just absolutely hungry. Yeah. And this is happening in communities all across the country. Yeah. You know, I mean, even in the United States, one of the most richest, wealthiest, prosperous, inventive nations in the world, we we can't yet figure out that the scraps that we collect, we can't give to shelters, food shelters. Yeah. And it would be free food. Yeah. These guys Uh, uh, have to throw the food out anyway, so less than a day before... Don't throw it out. Give it and get it cooked or get it eaten. I absolutely agree. Absolutely. I mean, someone did a, a, a study a while ago on the amount of um, food that people go and buy and uh, put it into their kitchen and then just throw it away. Never ever touch it. Oh, don't yeah. use it. And, oh, yeah. uh, and and people are just throwing away um, millions and millions of dollars worth of. Perfectly good food. I would assume um, it's billions at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a true. I, I would, you know, we're getting into trillions of dollars of industry here when you connect all the years and dots, and I, I think that you know we're we're just wasting hundreds of millions a year, or not millions, and it's just pathetic. I see yeah. it too, uh, yeah. and I see it at restaurants. You know, I was at a. A, a restaurant, an organic, holistic, you know, sustainable restaurant in New York City called the Rouge Tomate, which used to be at the, ironically, the old Copacabana Club near the University Club, yeah. right yeah. by that area. And uh, they turned it into, like, you know, this sustainable, organic, vegan, microbiotic re- yeah. restaurant. Yeah. It's delish, to say the right. least. And yeah. and uh, they show me the back and where the, how they're trying to give the food into the communities, and they had oh, wow. tons yeah. of it, tons of it. They were just giving away every night. Gosh, because well, it, it, and you know, multiply that by all the restaurants. That's the one restaurant, and yeah. right, exactly. And New York City is the rest one, the restaurant capital of the world, and yeah. it's like you know, I mean, think about. And we're talking about we can't feed the homeless, or we gotta <laughs> cut this, and we gotta yeah. cut that, and we gotta yeah. go into sequestration because we can't figure anything out. You know, mm. it's like we're so mad, we're just gonna come up yeah. with something terrible, and then by the time it comes, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> what an yeah. All right. It's it's like we lose our common sense somewhere along the line, you know. There's some irrationality kind of going simple, on. Yeah. Some real irrationality <laughs> in in all logical, you know, logical form has just, you know, been given a pass on on a lot of things yeah. lately. It's weird. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I see it every day. <laughs> every day, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird to think what we're doing, but I think organizations like yours are those steps. I mean, if you're able to get a zoo, as an example, to turn around and 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 yeah. think and, and think about something. Let's just start with think about something. Years ago, they wouldn't even think. Yeah, and if you think about it, they never yeah. really thought, you know, about yeah. that kind of stuff before. Yeah. You know, never. And so we're we're still back. We're still back in that that thinking of of, of like two hundred years ago. Maybe we had the excuse then that we didn't understand other species and we didn't understand their needs and the damage we could do to them. So right. maybe we right. were ignorant then and we had an excuse to basically put these animals in boxes and treat them like toys and put them on display. We really don't have that excuse now. Now we, you know, we 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 know the damage that we do to these species. We know that they, you know, they have emotions and they have forms of communication. Right. And you know, I mean, the higher, the, the some higher of them species are smarter than some people I know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> some, and, uh, you know, some of these animals are smarter than people I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, chimpanzees <laughs> have uh, chimpanzees have been taught American Sign Language, and uh, one group of chimpanzees Brilliant. taught their children their own form of language. Um, so they started to modify the language that they taught. So, you know, we, we are talking about species who have the same desire to live and live in their own way and same desire to, as we do, to just want to enjoy their life in the way that that, that they were meant to. Right. I think that, I think that's, that, that's, that's, Probably one of the the, the, the very you kind of feel like Mrs. Noah, don't you? You kind of like feel like Mrs. <laughs> Noah, don't you? Sometimes on an, on an yeah. arc, don't you? I mean, look yeah. at you. You know, I mean, it's like grab at least two. Let's go. <laughs> Get on the boat. Let's save this thing. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. Wow. Well, these are definitely things to think about and to get involved yeah. in. Now, I know there are a yeah. lot of other. I read, um, and I know that you know just to keep with uh, societal trends, okay? I know there are other celebrities out there, not as, as celebritous as me, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, uh, that, that are involved in your organization. Could you tell some of the listeners and readers what uh, who they might be, besides Bob Barker, uh, who, of course, we all know and love from The Price is Right. He's great. And I love yeah, watching absolutely. him punch Adam Sandler in that movie with uh, Happy Gilmore, so it was, a, you know... <laughs> He's a great. He's great. So I, I love him. But uh, I, I'd love to hear some of the others, you know, so that people can relate maybe to somebody who's been involved. You know what I mean? To connect people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, we have uh, Georgia Fox is a a great um, um, supporter of ours. Um, she plays Sarah Seidel at um, CSI. And Georgia, actually, um, um, we awarded her uh, towards the end of uh, last year. She was our 2012 um, animal champion because of the work yes. she's done for us on the use of animals in entertainment. 
I she's did a great write about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and um, she's been wonderful. Um, Corey Feldman um, has been a great supporter. Joan Jett. Um, uh, Kim Basinger. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rock and, and Roll. Well, in fact, yeah. uh, Kim Basinger. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. She, she's given us some um, some some music. We're we're making a movie at the moment um, called Lion Ark. We're just uh, at the end of uh, post production now, and this is the story of. Um, our rescue um, of uh, uh, 29 lions from Bolivia. And we called it Operation Lion Arc. Basically, we did an undercover investigation of the use of um, uh, animals in, in circuses. And uh, we, we launched the, the, the findings, the, the cruelty, the way the animals suffered behind the scenes. And we educated the people in South, uh, South America we launched in Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, Ecuador, and a couple of other countries, and uh, Bolivia was the first country to actually take it to um, take action on it. And their okay. Congress passed um, a bill to ban the use of animals in travelling circuses. Wow. And then they said to us, "Well, um, you know, if we if we ban these animals, what what do we do with the animals that are left over?" And we said, ah, "No problem, we will help you." And of course, you know, grateful thanks to Bob Barker, he actually um, funded this. But we we went to Bolivia oh. and um, we raided the circuses with uh, wildlife officials, and um, we brought back um, two groups of animals. But the second group was the largest. We brought back 25 lions wow. on one flight um, wow. to a sanctuary in Colorado, and we called it the Lion Ark. Um, because uh, we, as we raided the circuses, we uh, put the indigenous animals back into the wild and the domestic animals were rehomed. Um, and so the movie is all about that story, you know, why we did the undercover investigations, what the Bolivians did, and um, then the story of seizing the animals and bringing them back to the U.S. And um, Did you did scream? Get... Were you there? Were you there? Yes. Were you there? Yes, yeah. I, I organized did you scream, it. this is a raid? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. If I was involved with that and they busted yeah. through the doors and they were grabbing everybody, I'd be the first guy to run out and go, yep, this is a raid. We're taking yeah. them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly got that kind of exciting. It's got a few exciting bits. We had a few angry yeah. circus owners. One oh, got a, a knife oh, out. And, yeah. and Yeah, another started. just said he was going to, uh, to going to kill us if he saw us. But, so oh, kind of, wonderful. Nice. It's, yeah, kind, of, well. it's kind of a good good movie in that you've got a happy ending um of course. and uh, and you know the, the the lions get rescued and you see them now they are so beautiful now you know they're all that they were starving when we picked them up and now they're looking really good and they're kind of growing and their hair is growing and uh, i think wow. you know it's kind of a bit of an adventure but also um you know um something that tells people why we shouldn't treat animals the way um, that we do. And, of course, Bob Barker appears and Georgia mm -hmm. Fox appears um, because they've both been absolutely central to, to this campaign on uh, animals and entertainment. And I think, you know, when we, when we get to the launch, we hope to be finished for kind of March, April, end of March, April. Okay. And we hope to launch the movie and see a lot more of our celebrities come, come as they did. We, we had a special night... Uh, back in October, Lion Ark Night, uh, to give people a preview. And we had a lot of our celebrities uh, attended that. And, uh, who who um, else was really, uh, part of the mix, so that, you know, just to get an idea um, of the involvement? Alexander Paul um, is a, a, a good uh, good supporter of ours. 
And um, uh, who else have I said? Uh, Corey and uh, Kim Basinger. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, I think we had about uh, 30 celebrities there. Wow. Um, Elisabetta Canalis. We had some people. We had people from TV, um, mm-hmm. uh, from various shows and from reality TV and also uh, movie people. So, you know, good. really quite a, a range of people. Um, good. It was good. very, very good. And we do, you know, we hope that we're going to be able to see people come along to the launch of the movie and uh, really get this over to people um not only you see uh, an entertaining movie and something of an adventure but also you get to see uh why we do the things that we do yeah absolutely absolutely well i i really uh am grateful to connecting with you uh, about these issues to say the least um, um there, there is a i just remember there is a a, a, a site for the movie. Um, okay. Um, if people want to look on the website, it's called lionarkthemovie.com. Okay. So we'll make sure to get that out as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, there people can get uh, an update on the movie and who's supporting it and all of that. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd, I'd, I'd love to let people know about that. Absolutely. Um, uh, is it and it will be available online? Or are you going to? Go to movie theaters with it. What's the plan of action? We're, def- we're definitely hoping to go to the movie theaters. That's going to be okay. the first step. We're going to be taking it to the festivals, right. and um, then after that, then we'll, we'll hopefully have it out on general release, and then um, people can see it online. Wonderful, wonderful. We'll make sure to get people aware. You know that this kind of movie might be the thing to help really connect people yeah. make them understand a little yeah. bit more you know even if it's one small step you've done something like with the zoos just even yeah. thinking about it now you know and thinking about what they're going to do it's, it's it's wonderful it's, yeah. it's a wonderful thing um, i think if people see one if they like if they see one story one example and kind of understand the story of a small group of animals or uh, one kind of animal. I think then they start to see the wider issues. I think it, it becomes a logical step, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. get it. They'll get it. Yeah. And I think that's really what what people need to see more um, with this this world of television and movie and and everything and iPods and iPads and you know whatever's yeah. people people are very now becoming very visual. Um, very visual in their thought processes. So to be able to connect that yeah. part of the senses to people, you know, because we, we all know it doesn't feel right if it ha- if we knew about it. Um, yeah. It, we know that feeling, but to see it really is going to, I think, help get people aware of what is going on and what more, you know, what else needs to be done? Yeah. Uh, I think in know, the it, fact that they can take personal action, um, I mean, you know, we, we started off um, our conversation talking about um, the elephant rides. Yes. That's the kind of first personal step someone exactly. can take because if you're thinking of taking your um, kids to a parade or a county fair and you see the elephant rides, that's the first step you can take and say, 
well, actually, no, we shouldn't be doing this because in order for those elephants to be in amongst people and, uh, you know, not be dangerous, they are being beaten. Um, and, you know, I mean, one of the points that we've made is that, you know, if these animals are, are so so beaten and abused, it actually makes them more dangerous because yes. one day they're going to... One day they're going to flip for real, style. as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah they'll flip I out. Think yeah, it, there's something for everyone, really, isn't it? And I think that people get a sense of uh, involvement in the world, you know, whether it's just saying, I'm not going to put my kids on the back of an elephant, or whether it's, I'm going to contact um, Fish and Wildlife and tell them what I want them to do at the CITES convention. You know, there's, there's so many things you can do to, to be right. part of this and to make a difference. And I think it starts with ad-international.org for everyone out there. And I think that we need to get, uh, A, people aware of the organization, B, get the stories out there, and uh, C, make sure people know about the, the movie coming out. And yeah. uh, to, uh, it has to be, you know, I, I was in my previous lives, I've, I've done a lot of different things, but I, I've been in, political arenas as well. I've never run for office, thank God, but I've held candidates. But, uh, you know, it, it's a campaign. Yeah. You see, it's a consistent campaign. It's not. I try and tell that to, to people or organizations that I want to work with, that if, if you want to work with me, it's a campaign. It's a, it's a consistent campaign. It's not something that just happens today. Today is yeah. merely a start. Yeah. It's you know, the first and step I, I, on the road, isn't it? And yeah, and I, I, a lot of them miss forever. that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them miss that. So uh, people, uh, you know, and one thing I try and do is uh, get the word out to people consistently about all the topics that are necessary, so that people can start to create that conversation for themselves. It never ends, and mm. you know, uh, even after I'm gone, you know, it still never ends. Uh, and the goal is is just to get the word out consistently to people effectively so that they can help to make that change. If they can yeah. do it in their small town and village, they can do it, you know, globally, you know, because yeah. that uh, would act lo globally, think, or act locally, think globally. Absolutely. Is what you're I mean, yeah. So. Each generation, um, we need to pass it on to each generation, don't we? So is, that's why it becomes a continuous education and uh, teaching people and uh, teaching the next generation why it's important to care about our environment and our world and about the other species. Um, it's an ongoing thing, really. Uh, I think, as you say, it's a kind of lifelong campaign, lifelong path, really. Yes, I mean, if you start to believe in something, you don't just stop believing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Today, the sun, yes, we have a sun. Okay, tomorrow, there is no sun. Right. <laughs> There's no sun, you know, nothing, no mornings, no, no dusk, no nothing. So, I mean, you know, we can't do that. So this is... With anybody I you know I try to work with, I, I believe that it's a consistent campaign of, for people to be aware. Um, you know, even in yeah. economics, they talk about perfect information. Well, how, yeah. you, you vote with your wallet. 
You're yeah. talking to people to vote with their wallet by not choosing to do certain things, yeah. and, or to or to do certain things, right? Yeah. So, but perfect information helps people, and what you're doing is pr- helping to really, if you think about it, provide that perfect information. Absolutely, and I think. And it's empowering, isn't it? Because often, I I don't know about you, I'm sure you do often talk to people who say, I know it's terrible, but, you know, it's all so big and and I don't feel that I can do anything. Yeah, what can I do in my house? Yeah, in my apartment, right, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't. So much. Yeah. (laughs) Here's what you can do. So I just, I got to go through one thing. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost done with the show. Please be aware, as you are always, that the great part about Blog Talk Radio is... After this interview might be off the air, when we do the repeat, that'll be available uh, online at the website, and you can also embed it onto your website if you like, uh, and people can play it and listen to it there. You'll be able to hear the entire interview as well. So I'm gonna, we're going to continue talking here, but uh, today's one small step at a time for the Green Living Guy is uh, ad-international.org, which is Animal Defender International. And it's about connecting you with the world, humanity, and and the other species on this planet that that need to exist for us to live properly. So anyway, uh, we were talking about the the ways that we can connect people, um, and the local ways to do it is really, if you think about it, the one takeaway that we can write something up about in the future is. Uh, when you see those, because the weather's warming up, it's when you see those animal rides. Stop doing them. Yeah. Or even vote further by saying to your local official, don't have it. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, maybe those are the types of small steps people can make. And this summer, you know, that's what you see in the mall parking lots nowadays. Yeah. Are these, these, and it's powerful. To be able to do that, and yeah, yeah, um, I think that uh, having those types of, you know, having Bob or whomever speak out as as that season starts up will really help people to uh, do it. Because, you know, sometimes people are, and it's like a campaign, you have to constantly get people aware of it. It's the the way of, uh, we interact, you know, with people. Uh, Life is a process of learning communication with people and how to how to interact in this world you know and be bad, do good things and and to uh hopefully succeed right you know and this is it's not just about about us succeeding this is my mother always said without the environment there won't be politics so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah you know yeah. you know without it we we don't get you know those guys don't get to be Idiots on television, realistically. So uh, yeah. I, I think that we need to. Uh, I, I thank you for this opportunity to talk with you. This is this is great stuff, and uh, you know we will encourage people to get involved. Uh, I have a website, uh, greenlivingguy.com, and we will put you on the or- green organizations page. And we'll keep there as a link so people can go to you. Um, and we'll write up some stories about the great things that you're doing to keep keep, keep the word going. 
keep your keep the campaign going. You're like you're like like I said, you're like Mrs. Noah to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Seth. Yeah, my it's, pleasure. It's been great uh, speaking with you, and we yeah, really ditto, appreciate it. Really, this. yeah, my yeah. pleasure. Anytime. Uh, if you have any other in the future campaigns that you need to get the word out about, don't don't be shy. Give a shout, and uh, or have your people give a shout. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll make sure to connect. You know, it's feel fantastic. free. Yeah. yeah, feel free. Yeah. There's one guy even recently that I was talking to, who just got arrested, like at the White House with Daryl Hannah and whatever for the Keystone. And I said, okay. if you're ever in a situation like that ever again, and you need a quick radio interview, don't be afraid to call. <laughs> You know, like, you know, pick up the phone. We can do yeah. this by cell phone if you'd like, yeah. you know. You know, like, I love hearing about these great things that people are doing to to uh, help us help others. Yeah. That is so great. I mean, it's so wonderful what you're doing. Um, well, you know, thank by you. Kind of empowering people in this way. It's all about communication and people feeling that they can make a difference at any kind of level. I, I, that's wonderful, you know, that you can take, uh, you can you can't contact people and take interviews and, uh, and interview people at any time. That's brilliant. Yeah, well, it's a great thing about, you know, the, the future and the, the, where we are today and technology that allows us to do that, to communicate even better. I mean, not for not, but you're seeing autistic kids being able to communicate with iPads. Something's got to be happening with technology. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a connection. Something's yeah. got to be working together with us. So it, I think that, uh, and, uh, and thank you. Yeah, I love doing this because it helps people to understand. Uh, and, that, and, and the great part is that the radio show is always here. You can always play it after this interview. And and um, like I said before, um, we'll get you the embed code, and you can put that onto your website if you want, and people can play it yeah. from your website. So what I mean is they won't like then click a link that will take them away. Yeah, it'll keep oh, them on ADI. That. It'll yeah. keep them there, and they'll be able to hear it from there. So I'd, I'd love to get you that because I thought it was a good. We're great conversation, and uh, you yeah. know, like I say, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with this, Jan. Today's one small step, guys, and to Absolutely. connect it all together, folks, yeah, is to come on down and be the next <laughs> contestant or participant with ADI, Animal <laughs> Defenders International, and make sure you give the Bob Barker come on down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Give it a little NASCAR action. It's fun there, too, you know? Make people get aware. A little, little yeah. come on down. You know? Yeah. Get a little absolutely. southern on it. So, you know, we'll have fun with it and make sure people get aware. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like one of my campaigns I love to do uh, for geothermal power. And, of course, mm-hmm. you really don't, but it gets people thinking. I say, yeah, my geothermal geothermal is my drill, baby, drill. <laughs> you know, that's Excellent. the drill, baby drill we should be talking about on the regular. Yeah. Not yeah. Uh, you know, and so anything we can do to help people connect. What was it, Marcel Marceau once said that the greatest way to interconnect people is through humor. So Absolutely. I thank you, Jan. Yeah, I thank you, Jan, for well, all your help you so and much, for Jack. what you're doing for this world. And we'll make sure to get the word out for you. All right, that's wonderful. Thank All you right, so you much. have a great one. 
and you. Okay, bye-bye Take care. Yeah, bye-bye.